Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Over the years, there have been a large number of occasions when movie fans have been left balling up their fists and cursing at the big screen, due to an unwanted event that unfolds in front of their very eyes. This can then lead to a stream of furious online abuse directed at the director, actors, or studio behind said picture. So, in an attempt to stave off a dreaded negative response to their project, Movie makers have been known to add certain elements and characters which fans have been clamoring to see to their flicks. This is also known as fan service. Now, fan service isn't always a bad thing. However, there have been times when studios aim to please, only to get core aspects completely wrong. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com, and here are 10 times Hollywood movies did right by the fans and pissed everybody off. Number 10 Finally Giving Fans Deadpool. X-Men Origins Wolverine In case you somehow didn't know by now, Ryan Reynolds bloody loves Deadpool, so he understandably snapped Fox's hand off when he was offered the chance to appear as the Merc with a mouth in X-Men Origins Wolverine. With Deadpool being one of the most popular characters in the X-Men universe and Marvel as a whole, fans were obviously over the moon when their favorite motormouth hero popped up midway through the flick. However, what came next brought them hurtling back down to earth with a thud. In the climactic fight scene at the end of the movie, Reynolds' Deadpool was revealed once again. Only this time he'd been seriously altered and turned into Weapon 11, the mouthless, impossibly long-arm-bladed mutant killer. Unsurprisingly, Reynolds himself even warned the team behind the film that fans wouldn't exactly respond well to this Deadpool before Wolverine was released. The actor told Entertainment Weekly, I remember telling one of the studio execs, people are gonna go nuts over this. And he was like, I know, right? And I was like, no, 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 not in a good way. Perhaps we could have been saved from this experimental nightmare had the studio actually listened to someone who knew something about the character. Number 9. Making a light-hearted Superman Justice League Though many fans definitely saw Zack Snyder's stab at Superman in Man of Steel as a marked improvement on the lackluster version of the character we were given in Superman Returns, one major criticism coming out of the Kryptonian reboot and Batman v Superman was the lack of light shown in both the main character and the films as a whole. Henry Cavill maintained a stern face and solemn tone in his voice throughout, and much of the action took place in a grim and gritty world that the character just wasn't made for. So in an attempt to give the fans the lighter and more hopeful Superman they knew and loved. When Supes inevitably returned from the dead in Justice League, the character came equipped with quick one-liners and a much brighter aesthetic. Yet the suddenness of this overall change in direction for the character felt massively jarring for most fans, and stunk of last-minute rewrites and reshoots. This resulted in 
one of the world's most famous superheroes feeling like nothing more than a weak caricature. Number 8. Treating MCU fans like children Ant-Man and the Wasp While the population-wiping actions of Thanos were still fresh in the mind, one question was on the lips of every MCU fan going into and during Infinity War. Where the hell is Ant-Man? Hawkeye sat the film out too. But the only thing we got insofar as an explanation came from Black Widow as to how the pair took a deal and were on house arrest. This mostly tied people over in the moment, but where's Ant-Man had become such a notable talking point, Ant-Man and the Wasp decided to address it head on. Coming when agent Jimmy Woo gets chastised by Lang's daughter Cassie as to what's going on with her father, we get a notably protracted explanation of each event leading to that moment. With the only humor being derived from how belabored and meticulous the explanation is, the only interpretation feels like Peyton Reed and the writing team being all, Oh, you cared about this and wouldn't shut up about it? Well, here's your explanation, you children. <laughs> Charming. Number 7. Rey isn't actually no one. Star Wars Episode 9 Rise of Skywalker. Some absolutely despised the story Ryan Johnson brought to life in The Last Jedi, while others celebrated the fact that the director was brave enough to steer the Star Wars ship in a completely new direction. If you fell into that latter group, you probably quite enjoyed the moment Rey was informed by Kylo Ren that she wasn't the descendant of a famous Jedi or Sith Lord towards the end of the feature. Nope, instead she was the daughter of filthy junk traders who sold her off for drinking money. However, some fans were clearly annoyed that they'd spent so long fiercely debating whether Rey was a Kenobi, Skywalker, Palpatine, or Solo. So, in an attempt to get that portion of the fanbase back on side, J.J. Abrams set about retconning much of the story set up in The Last Jedi during The Rise of Skywalker. In the end, Rey was told she was in fact the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine, Lando Calrissian was brought back to save the day at the last minute, and even Han Solo returned for a moment. Yet in trying to please everyone, Rise of Skywalker succeeded in pleasing pretty much nobody, as the series ender felt like nothing more than a hollow combination of the once-celebrated franchise's greatest hits. Number 6. Tom Hooper Gives Us a CGI Faithful Adaptation Cats Andrew Lloyd Webber's smash hit musical Cats is a show which focuses on a group of feline characters, all deciding who will ascend to the heaviside layer. So, you'd have thought that Tom Hooper's decision to stick to the source material as much as possible when creating the motion picture adaptation of the story would have gone down an absolute treat with those who adored said cat caper, right? Well, fans of the iconic show very quickly found out that some pieces of theatre just aren't made for the big screen. By clinging to the idea of the likes of the Rum Tum Tugger and Bomber Arena being half-human, half-cat hybrids, much like they are in the long-running theatre show, only this time through CG Hooper successfully freaked out just about every person who turned up to watch the star-studded feature, and left everyone involved wishing they'd not wasted their time attending cat school. Number 5. Revealing How Nick Fury Lost His Eye Captain Marvel Towards the end of MCU prequel Captain Marvel, Nick Fury was seen holding Goose, a cat which is actually a flurkin, and getting a little too close to the alien creature. This eventually resulted in Fury being viciously scratched in the eye by the ginger sidekick, and MCU fans all over ripping their hair out in response to the reveal. Instead of answering a question we'd been asking for years in a way which added to the legacy of this no-nonsense character, Marvel swerved us by having a cat slash flirking cost Fury his sight in one eye, 
because he got a little too friendly. Admittedly, having Fury think on his feet and neither confirm nor deny to Agent Coulson that his eye was burnt out by the Kree was a humorous touch. But you can't help but feel as though that would have been a more badass and crowd-pleasing way for him to genuinely lose his peeper in hindsight. Number 4. Shoehorning Venom into a Spider-Man Movie Spider-Man 3 After the commercial and critical success of the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man features, people all over the world simply couldn't wait to see which villains would be locking horns with the web-slinger in Spider-Man 3. If the announcement of the Sandman slash Flint Marco wasn't enough, fans were beside themselves with excitement when news broke that everyone's favorite symbiote would be making their big screen debut too. However, in trying to give the Spidey fanbase too much of a good thing, the third outing for Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker ended up suffering from supervillain fatigue. If Raimi had just focused on Parker's heartbreaking relationship with his best friend, Harry Osborn, and the revelation that Marco was actually Uncle Ben's killer, Spider-Man 3 would have likely stood proud alongside the previous two films. In the end, though, Eddie Brock and Venom felt like they were just shoehorned into the movie for the hell of it, and this version of the character left a bitter taste in both casual and die-hard Marvel fans' mouths. Number 3. C-3PO's Origins Explained The Phantom Menace Throughout the original Star Wars trilogy, C-3PO regularly provided audiences with instantly quotable one-liners, as the bot often found itself in the middle of chaotic action set pieces. Yet when it came time for George Lucas to fire up his long-awaited prequel series, the mastermind behind the galaxy far, far away unfortunately opted to give C-3PO an origin story which immediately pissed off fans as soon as they witnessed it on the big screen. Lucas revealed in The Phantom Menace that Anakin Skywalker, you know, the one who goes on to become Darth Bloody Vader, was actually C-3PO's creator. Immediately, this decision pointlessly shrunk the Star Wars universe and forced fans to wonder why Vader didn't recognize his creation in that original trilogy. Sure, we loved seeing 3PO back on our screens, but this attempt to give us an interesting and unexpected origin story for one of the series' most beloved characters left us with more questions than answers. Number 2. Xenomorph Overload – Alien Covenant if you were one of the folks who weren't exactly in awe of Ridley Scott's not-really-but-sort-of-is-alien prequel Prometheus, the chances are you probably agreed that the flick was severely lacking in the iconic acid-bleeding xenomorph department. So Scott suddenly decided that the best way to get those who missed the terrifying creatures back on board was to rid the franchise of the prior film's vitally important engineers, and revert back to what had already become a stale formula in the previous Alien sequels, Xenomorph Overload Throughout the unsatisfying film, Scott throws Neomorphs and Xenomorphs at the audience on a number of occasions, in the hope that seeing the old faithful and new pale variation of the creature would get those who turned their noses up at Prometheus back on side. It did not. No, 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 it did not. Instead, fans saw straight through this uninspiring attempt to recreate the magic of old, and the poorly received Covenant only just took half of what Prometheus made at the box office. Number 1. The Horrific Twist Ghost in the Shell One of the most legendary and iconic Japanese animes in the history of cinema, the immaculate Ghost in the Shell getting remade for a Western audience was met with 
pretty much all out hatred. Yeah, that was it. Even worse, while there's a whole conversation on how to westernize an IP, I'm gonna sidestep here, scores of fans hated that Motoko Kusanagi, also known as the Major, was being played by Scarlett Johansson. They argued the role should have gone to someone Japanese, who could have used the platform to showcase greater diversity across Hollywood blockbusters. The movie's response? Well, they heard you, but the film's twist was one of the most cack-handed attempts at fan service in quite some time. Turned out, near the close of the film, ScarJo's brain originally belonged inside a Japanese schoolchild called Motoko Kusanagi. Only through unwilling experimentation did it get placed in Johansson's body, resulting in the version we see in the movie. How the filmmakers didn't realize they were creating a horrifically apt metaphor for the film itself, literally writing whitewashing into the screenplay, is beyond me. But needless to say, it did not go down well with, well, anyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details